So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 209 for August 4th, 2019. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. Hey. And we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk bash. You're aware you cut off the end of your intro, right? It does that care. every week, and I love it. <laughs> Young so, tail end. Well, it, it does it automatically. It does it automatically with the, the sound mixer thing does a fade out. Anyway, uh, I'm Nathan Reeves Ruth. I'm your host. I will be here every single week because I have no life. Uh, what is it? August 4th, 2019? Two days ago with my brother's birthday, and I did not contact him because uh, I don't like him. So, happy You're birthday, Sean. You. Happy birthday, my brother. Um, we're we're going to ask Connor what... What games have you played, and where can we find you? I've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy XII, which is to say that I finished playing Final Fantasy XII, uh, beat the main story, and decided, hey, I don't ever have to play this again if I don't want to. Because as much as I love that game, it's it's really boring. I don't like the combat, even a mm-hmm. little bit. I hate um, the gambit system. It's so... And- I- I don't need to get into it here, but uh, I've been watching Mortal Kombat 11 play for a while. Uh, I bought the Resident Evil remake the, of the original that they made for GameCube a long time ago for Switch. I haven't actually played it yet because was Dragon Ball Fighter Z was under $20 on sale. Also haven't was... played it yet because I decided to do this podcast thing with you instead of have fun. Yes. But uh, hopefully yes. I'll have fun with that in the future. Uh, not tonight, though, because we're probably going to be playing Pathfinder, unless... Unless um, somebody's, like, autistic now that they were in a car accident. No, that don't say that. That's bad. We're going to move on to Aroa. What games have you played? And where can we find... Oh, wait, where can we find you, Connor? Uh, yeah, you can find me at Twitter at Cyberpunk underscore Monk. And you can find me um, on Twitter at Clinton's Core. At, uh, that's the Twitter for Clinton's Core Classics. Uh, the aforementioned other podcast that Nathan and I do. If you're yes. listening to this, you probably already know about it. Yes, exactly. And Andrew Rowe McFain, where can we find you? And what have you played this week? Uh, we do need to uh, save your opinions because I want to do a whole segment on the uh, new gadget you got. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I got a, I got, a, I got a Valve Index, uh, yes. a whole kit and caboodle besides the trackers. But yeah, I guess I'll, I'll wait on that. Yeah. Um, and like, I guess did, did I play any non VR games this week? Uh, I don't Fate Go of anything. Um, there is a there is an event going on at Fate Go right now. It's the summer event, uh, number two, and uh, I'm waiting for the next set of things to come out so that I can spend a whole bunch of my free premium currency on uh, summons to get my uh, my wonderful, sexy bikini mommy. Uh, so, yep, that's that's been a thing. Um, Have I ever told you how I, much I hate you? 
Uh, that's uh, Minamoto no Raiko, by the way. Okay. Uh, she's okay. got giant jubblies. Yeah, and, that's that's uh, that's that's your kink. I gotcha. And is everybody's mom, um, as in she asserts herself as as mom. She says, "Call call her mom or this, mommy." This this is getting into an awkward place. Please stop that. Uh, well, you know, I learned something about a row today. I did too. I learned I that. Didn't we're, we're, want to, but we're getting new unrelated editions next week. Un- That's what I learned. Uh, unrelated to the Valve Index itself, I did try out playing Pavlov VR against bots, oh. yeah. and and I was reminded that I'm really, really bad at Pavlov VR. I just gotta practice. That's what I, everyone uh, says. I, I love that game so much, and I haven't played it, I think, once this week, which is just unfortunate. I haven't played it ever. I don't even own it. It's good, dude. And it goes on sale all the time. I know. Yeah. I, I the problem is, that I have right now, is it's really freaking hot. Yeah. And I don't want to strap a giant heater to my face. No. I know it's weird. But, uh... You know, they have these inventions where, like, fan blades oscillate in a circle multiple times per minute. And uh, it does wonders for heat distribution. Four times a minute. It, that's, that's, <laughs> Hopefully that's a little faster than that. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Four, four times a minute, you can get a cabana boy to sit there and fan you off while you play. I tried to get Ricky to do that, but he, uh, he doesn't like it. He, he just turns on the air conditioning and then sits there with the fan. Anyway. Oh, oh, uh, something else exciting. I accidentally bought two of them. Wait, what? Vibes? I'm not riffs, I mean. Yep, yep. I'll, index, index. I'll buy, your, I'll buy your controllers off you. Uh, I'm assuming so he sent them back. I'm in the process of getting them sent back, yes, because, oh. uh, because, you see, don't tell, don't tell my wife, but I told her I only got the controllers. You lying I bastard. I got both, so it was $800. So I accidentally spent $1,600. Good. Good job. I'm sure your um, wife would be totally fine with that. So, uh, yeah, that's been a fun time because I contacted them immediately, like less than 10 minutes after I made the accidental second purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, hey, I mistakenly purchased this after seeing the note about the previous purchase having an error. Because for some reason, it tried to process the purchase using just my Steam wallet. And oh. then obviously rejected it because I had like 12 cents in there. Because who the fuck actually uses their Steam wallet? Uh, and so I, I saw the thing saying, hey, we're only holding this for 72 hours so that you can change the payment option not seeing that it then was processed after that because I hit the button to say use the credit card. Uh, ah, okay. So, yeah, I, I hit do it again and pay it again, and then I saw that I had two successful purchases, one three days after the other one. Uh, and you were like, oh, no. Oops. Yeah. So I, I sent them that support message saying, I really don't need two, two $800 headset bundles, I promise. And I actually <laughs> said that. That's literally what I said. Yes. Um, and then a day later, they still hadn't responded to me. I waited a full 24 hours 
Still no response. I said the status of the second order just changed to shipping soon, and I really don't want to have $1,600 taken out of my bank account. Please cancel transaction number. And then they put the number. Yeah. And I actually typed out P-L-E-E-E-E-E-A-S-E, cancel. <laughs> um, took them an hour, and then they finally said they requested the order to be canceled. But they can't promise that this is possible. But they'll keep you. They'll keep me updated. I'm um, sure you can at least return it and get a refund. Well, yeah. So that's that's what happened. Uh, because then, uh, two days later, uh, they message me and say we're unfortunately unable to cancel shipment. A return to sender request has been sent to the carrier. And then they started trying to deliver it that day, and then the next day, and then the next day. And now it's apparent it's supposedly being held at FedEx so that I can go pick it up. And I'm like, you fucking assholes, you got a return to sender request. Take it yeah. back. Yeah. But I don't know. They're just not doing it. And I'd really like to have that money back in my fucking bank account sometime soon because I kind of got like bills to pay and shit. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, here's what you uh, do. Yeah, that's been fun. Hey, hey. Connor, how how far do you live away from Aroa's town? Because you might uh, be able about to, six hours. You might be able to drive six hours and get a a Valve Index. You bring me, uh, yeah. You want to bring me eight hundred dollars in cash? You know, whatever. No, no. I was just saying, just go there and be like, "Hi, I'm Andrew." <laughs> I, <laughs> I think you might need one of the door slips or something. I I oh, I'm sorry, I forgot that. Here's my address. Uh, yeah. Just open my ID? mouth and hold up a recording from a previous episode. Be like, "Hello, yes, I am Andrew Aroa McBain." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I think they would probably request an ID at that point, and you'd be like, "They'd be like, did you just sharpie out your name?" No. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't do that, sir. This is written in crayon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um we're gonna move on. We're uh Aroa dot website, right? That's where we can find uh, all your information. Yep, and in, in light of some of the things uh that have happened this week, uh if my mixer isn't on there already, it's gonna be Good. Oh, yeah. You Good. Uh, you happen on the ninja train. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Good. we're gonna move on uh to, to me, what games I played. I played some WWE two K twenty. Or 2K19. 2K20 got, the trailer got released, uh, but nobody cares about that. Nope. I, uh, I played some, I watched the Democratic National Debates on stream. That was, that was fun. Uh, Bernie Sanders uh, crushed the debates. Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were like, uh, if either of you have ever watched wrestling, it was like a squash match. Which means uh, none of the other people in either of the debates came close to touching them. So they did really well. Uh, and I actually got I actually got five followers out of that, so not not too shabby. Neat. And I I played some Prey. So Prey is free. Well, it's it's included in the Xbox for the Xbox PC beta thing. So the games for PC. And it's really good. I I meant to just sit down and play it for a couple hours yesterday, and I played it for six hours. 
So I just kept getting to the point where I'm like, I'm going to quit. And then I wanted to see the next thing that was going to happen. So it was, it was really good. I enjoyed that game. I don't game. think you liked horror games. Um, it's not that much of a horror game, honestly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't not yeah. call Prey a horror game. Is, no. it, a, is it more of just a, a shooter now? Well, it's kind I, of like... Am I thinking of the same game? You might be thinking of the same game, but this is, Prey this is... is the one that's basically new prop hunt, right? Uh, you're trapped on a space station. You're the only person alive. Uh, it's it's kind of like Dead Space ish, like the, yeah, the storyline. Yeah, yeah. Storyline. It's System of. Shock. Yeah. 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 It's it's not scary at all. the The scariest thing is every once in a while something will like come from behind and. Be like rah. It's a. It's about as much of a horror game as Half Life Two is. Yeah, right. it's it's not that scary, but it's really good, and uh, it's got that future aesthetic to it, which I really like. And there are some things that, like later on, or or where I'm at in the game, you can get new neuromods, which are upgrades that allow you to basically incorporate alien DNA into yourself. Which apparently is a bad thing. You're not supposed to do that. And so I haven't done any of it. But it, if I did, it would make the game a lot easier. So that kind of sucks. But So it's, it's, so it's like the little sister yeah. uh, thing in Bioshock. Yeah. yeah. Get yourself some Adam. But, but the thing about it is even with the little sisters or with these, these mo- neuromods you can get, it gets to the point where you don't need them anyway. They just they help out at that time. They they make you stronger earlier, but it but towards the end of the game, like with Bioshock, you you're just taking down big daddies left and right anyway. So I figure it's going to be the same thing with Prey. Which maybe that's part of the point. Maybe maybe it is, but it's a good game. I uh, I really liked it, and it's uh, included with the game through PC beta thing that they're doing right now. So I really and I like, uh, I really like I bought it. I bought it on sale on yeah. Steam, even though it was in the uh, is in Game Pass, just because yeah. it was so cheap. Because it was oh like, yeah, it was like five bucks or something, and it came with the the new Moon Crash DLC. Oh nice. Which uh, come to find out has a VR component. I didn't I know was... that. Oh nice. The Moon Crash does. Yeah, or is it, I, or I is guess it it's Prey? like. It's it's part of uh, the Moon Crash DLC. Okay. Um, it's the same launch item as Prey Typhon Hunter, which is prop hunt. Uh, okay. But I don't know if that's the same thing. I don't know if you're, you're pl- playing Typhon Hunter in VR yeah. or if there's some other element to it. But whatever it is, that'll be fun. To try uh, by the way, we yeah. need to play prop hunt and Pavlov sometime. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm going through the uh, the workshop right now. It's a lot of fun uh, for Pavlov because I want to find stuff. You and I, I as, as soon as I. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, as soon as I saw that there was prop hunt, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" So it's it's good. As soon as you and I can, I we need to try that. I need you to try Nade Ball. Um, and honestly, I kind of want to play some of the Halo maps I have downloaded. So yeah, uh, I need to like, I need to see what you're, or see if I can see what you're subscribed to. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can or not. 
So I was uh, the one thing about prey is that you should, at least I should pay more attention to what I'm doing. Uh, so I go and I, I see this this wall or this window I broke open, and uh, then there were a bunch of mimics I had to kill, like eight mimics. And then I look on the to the right of the window, and it's like there's a note, and the note says, "I locked eight mimics in this room. Be careful." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn it." <laughs> So pay a little bit more attention is what I should do. Uh, I, I do only played the demo of Prey. You should play it. It's it's a, it's a lot of fun. I had I had a lot of fun. Yeah, with it. you it, are you're incredibly weak in the game, which is, I guess that makes it kind of horror horrorish. Is that like uh, that's you have how to it plan? Be, really? Yeah, you have to plan the situations. Otherwise, you get taken out super quickly. So. Uh, I have a lot of fun with it. I'm going to continue playing that at some point. Maybe maybe tomorrow I, I want to play it so that I can watch. There's this guy who does, like, surprisingly in-depth analysis of games yeah. and their story and, like, the meaning behind elements in their story. And he released one a while ago uh, that's analyzing Prey's plot. And I, uh, I really want to be able to watch that and not get spoiled on it because it does seem like a good game in and of itself it is it is it's a uh, way different than the prey that was released in 2006 so yeah it, for gonna, better or worse uh for better i played the original prey it's for better um let's let's move on to let's talk about your your headset let's talk about your headset okay so i wonder i wondered uh, after, when we, when wait, we were going to get into that after we tell we tell everyone to follow me. I'm reading everywhere. I, I always forget me for some reason. Reading everywhere, uh, Twitter, Mixer, blah blah blah. Uh, go to I mean, reading podcast. If it makes you feel any on, better, we all forget about you as well. It's true. Uh, the links are down below. Yeah. But Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, tune in. You can listen pretty much anywhere. Reading podcast. Subscribe. Listen. Leave a comment on iTunes saying that uh, Connor's your favorite or or I'm your favorite. Uh, Roa is no one's favorite. Um, no, Aro is no. actually my favorite. Oh, is he? Okay, leave yeah. a comment. Oh. He's, he's the funny one. Okay, so let's move on. We're going to talk about your headset. What? How is it? How is it compared? Because you are the person who owns the most VR headsets of anyone I know. You have the PlayStation yep, I... VR, you have the Vive, and you have the Index now. Yep, and I have like I have like three cell phone VR headsets that I found at Goodwill, and they're all garbage. Yeah, um, yeah, they are. But you know that's why they're at Goodwill. Yes, and also because they're cell phone VR headsets. Don't buy those. Stop buying those. Stop supporting that market. You can buy a standalone headset if you want. Just go buy an Oculus Quest, and exactly. stop. Stop buying those fucking pieces of plastic that are fifty bucks, and you just put your phone in them, and they suck ass, and they're an insult. Just no. So- so let's no. stop it. Stop complaining. That's no. why I wrote my favorite, by the way. <laughs> because he starts uh, ranting. Um, so how is the index compared to the Vive? Because we are, we're all going to know that the, the PlayStation VR can't match up to either of them. But... It's true. Um, but I would, I would say that it is definitely uh, unlike the the vive pro which from everyone that i've heard the vive pro is not worth just it's not worth buying uh specifically like to upgrade from the regular vive 
right. it was, it's an enthusiast device only. And right. I, it, I would say that the index, the headset on its own, it's a stretch. It's definitely a lot better. Like in every conceivable way, it is better than the standard Vive. Uh, not just because of the way that it sits on your head, uh, because having actual rigid headset pieces that go, that wrap around you is so, so much easier to deal with than the cloth uh, that the original Vive had. Um, okay. But also, like, the audio experience is substantially better. Uh, I it, Everyone comments on the fact that it doesn't have traditional headphones. And it's really impressive what they've done with it. And I, I completely agree with that in like 85% of situations. And I'll, I'll get to that. But first, it, it, it works really well having these. They're essentially just small speakers that float in front of your ears. And they're kind of operating off of the... I don't know if you've ever... Uh, I don't know if you've ever tried to watch something um, or, or listen to something on your phone and you didn't want to bother the person like sitting near you, but you also don't have headphones. So you like hold the tiny speaker up to your ear and you can hear it pretty well. And it's kind of operating off of that same concept where like it doesn't leak out all that badly, uh, but it sounds really loud whenever it's next to your ear. And it's really impressive how they've managed to do that. And it allows you to feel immersed in sound while at the same time keeping aware of your surroundings, which seems like was kind of a big thing that they wanted to do with the headset in general. Um, going in line with that, the cameras on the front of the headset are just like the, the, the regular Vive camera is basically like a cheap webcam that looks like shit and has a shitty refresh rate and can't see much of anything. Yeah, they took them, um, off, they took them off of the Amazon tablets, actually. They just took those, those webcams at, at, or those I, little cameras on the back of those. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if, if that was actually what they did. <laughs> but these, these new cameras, they actually do something pretty cool with it where uh so if you ever use room view in the original vive that was a cool feature where you could double tap the home button basically and an overlay of what the camera saw would show up in front of your face yeah. and you could basically kind of see an outline of the room but it wasn't it wasn't a real like like colored feed of the video camera probably because it would make you nauseous from how shitty it looked but it was right. kind of like this these these weird outlines. So right. with the with the index, it has that capability, but uh it also has the option to do full on like video pass through. And it also utilizes the fact that there are two cameras to make a 3D picture so that you actually have a sense of depth whenever you're using that pass through. Now uh I did. Ha I do have a problem with it right now, where I can't get it to save my uh, selection for camera refresh rate in the P or in the in the Steam VR settings, and because of that, 
uh, I can't actually have the camera do room view uh, for any length of time because my USB ports don't have enough throughput for it. Oh, so, no. Uh, that it, I think it's just because I have literally like first gen USB 3 on my motherboard. Now, can uh, you, can you, uh, I have an additional card that I put in my computer that has USB three ports on it. I, that plug I don't PCI. know. I don't know because I know that each set of ports on my motherboard have, are, are their own dedicated bus. Oh, and okay. even putting it on a dedicated bus just isn't enough. I think it's just that because I have a Sandy Bridge CPU, there's just not enough bandwidth on the USB 3 port for yeah, everything that it's trying to do. Yeah, you need to get you need to get I need I need to upgrade my CPU. I know that. But yeah. uh the the big thing that probably a lot of people would be curious about is the screens. Um it's remarkable how big of a difference the jump from 90 uh, hertz to 120 hertz. It, it like the, the, the amount of increased motion fidelity, I guess, I don't know how else you would say that it just, just how much smoother and more real everything feels and looks with that increased refresh rate is, is, really really remarkable okay so uh, what i want to ask about is the screen door effect and How that's that's it... what i was going to get to okay. it is greatly greatly diminished um it's still there if you really really look for it but it's almost non-existent now because that's that's the and... problem i've had with with the vive is see I, I had i had that problem with the screen door effect and i also had a problem with the way that the lenses were designed and I think right. it was I think it was made worse by the the lower quality of the screens, but the Fresnel lenses, I always had a problem where I could see the rings on the lenses while I had the headset on. And oh. I those are gone. Those are gone in the, in this headset. Good. Good. So I, I don't know what exactly they changed because I'm pretty sure they're using like the same lenses, but whatever they did, I can't see them anymore. And it looks it looks flawless now other than like i said there, there's just a little bit of that screen door effect still going on but that might also just be resolution i don't know for sure because to get 120 hertz it does kick down the resolution scaling uh from default to i think 110 or 120 down to 85 percent. so okay. that could be because of that and i don't want to fuck with it because i know my cpu is going to be a massive bottleneck no matter what i do yeah mm. it is your CPU so, sucks. Actually, your CPU your no, your CPU's actually still pretty good considering it's like what 8 years old now and can still yeah, play it, it, modern games. Yeah, it's totally it's totally fine for everything lower than like VR pretty much. Yeah. Like yeah. that and maybe 144 hertz gaming. But yeah, it like the headset is is a really really fantastic improvement in terms of fit in terms of of just quality in terms of the the video like it's so much easier if if i was going to share it with somebody else it's so much easier to be able to just use the dial on the back to pull it off and swap it with somebody else the only like belt or anything that you have to adjust is the strap on the top of your head 
and it, it like it's so great to have two steps to put the thing on and take it off instead of it being this whole fucking effort every time yeah uh, in addition to that cord management is actually substantially better i was very surprised by how much of a difference it made having the cord uh it kind of wraps around the side and comes off to the side instead of being straight down your back and i've had a lot less trouble dealing with that cable uh because of that and i don't i don't know why that makes so much of a difference but it really does and not having yeah. earbuds dangling around your head all the time is yeah. so much nicer <laughs> so general review just a just a quick summary um would you recommend if you have a vive or a or even a oculus would you recommend upgrading to the index I think I think if you have the money, um, like if if it's a matter of like you've got the money, you could you could put it anywhere, like whatever, and you already have the specs for it and everything. That's the other thing. Keep in mind, it's it's a one twenty hertz refresh rate. So if and if you want to be able to do that, you're gonna need a really good GPU. Like, yes, I, I'm able to do it with a ten eighty, but I question whether a ten sixty'd be able to do it. What about a ten uh, or it's even a ten seventy, which is what Connor ten, and I maybe have. maybe mm -hmm. a ten seventy, but you'd probably have to lower down the resolution a bit. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Or the detail, um, just the just lower yeah. the detail a little bit. Yeah, but I, I I would say that it's 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 definitely a thing where if you've got the the five hundred dollars to throw at a new headset, go for it. But yeah, um, the other half of it. The controllers, which I think a lot more people are interested in anyway, I would say those would be those would be the way to go first. Um, okay, controllers are definitely all, way better than the, 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 the old ones. The right? controllers are it just it's like night and day. Uh, it, the The old Valve or yeah, the old the old Vive controllers felt like a beta product in in a lot of ways. Um, they just they they don't feel as good or even look as good as even some of the windows mixed reality controllers that i've seen uh, the the lack of analog sticks and any kind of tactility on those things was the biggest problem and the grip uh buttons were just bad they are the system bad. buttons terrible. very yeah. poorly placed like so much about the ergonomics of the knuckles is better in, in a variety of ways the the even the simple fact that they made the system button slightly recessed into the controller so it's nearly impossible to accidentally push it that makes so much of a difference in playing games that it's pathetic like it's awesome just that i never ever accidentally hit the system button and and that's that's great and that like the all the buttons are uh, not only buttons, but they're also capacitive. So, like, just resting your finger on the trigger, the controller knows that you're doing that, and that helps with making gestures and whatnot. And I think I, I tweeted at you, uh, Connor, about um, feeling awkward with, like, your finger being slightly raised at all times. Uh, mm -hmm. I will say that I've kind of gotten used to that. Um it's it still doesn't feel 100% natural but there's just i think a, a a time that it's going to take to convert my brain from thinking i'm holding a vive controller to thinking that i'm holding the knuckles controllers 
and I'm just always I'm I, like with the Vive controllers, you're always having to keep your finger on that trigger. And the fact that now you actively want to remove your finger sometimes, it's just really hard to get used to that. Sure, I tracked that down to more of like a growing pain than anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't held the controllers yet, but the people who I've spoken to who have, um, almost exclusively through Pavlov, what they describe it as, it's it's, it's kind of like trigger discipline. It's if you're holding something, you don't want to completely let your hand off of it. But if you're not ready to shoot, you don't sit there and you you know with your hand on the trigger ready to go. And yeah. I know that's a really kind of I don't know cringy analogy because we're talking about virtual reality. But I I kind of just took it as like it's a new type of controller just, be, just because of the fact that you can open up your hand and just kind of have it dangle for free. You can't do that with the Vive controller. You gotta right. be able to have a middle ground somewhere just for compensation's sake. Because you can yeah. it, it, you can tell when you're not holding it at all as opposed to when you're just kind of resting it, right? Yes, and that that's that's actually a problem I run into in a couple of games that haven't totally moved over to using the index controllers like they have legacy bindings for those games but it the like the developer doesn't quite know how to make that full transfer over mm-hmm. and i've i've run into problems where i'm trying to say like turn or or use the analog stick on the right controller but i'm also like trying to grab the controller because it's just not natural yet and the developer hasn't really accounted for that sure, yeah sure but that's yeah, it is a really weird thing to be able to like have my hand completely open and still use my thumb to manipulate buttons or or a thumbstick. So it just isn't. Did, uh, yeah, did you play Sword and Sorcery at all by chance? That's another game. I was yes. Curious, see how it works with. Yes, and it it works fairly well for the most part. It, it's again just another thing where getting used to how it is it. it I'm used to it feeling with the Vive controller and needing to convert my brain over to how I need to do things with the the index controllers. But like, especially being able to throw things just by doing a throwing motion is just it, it indescribable how much of a difference that makes. Yeah, I imagine it, not only in terms of it, yeah, like not only in terms of immersion, but just like it, it, accuracy and everything. It feels so much less awkward. Those controls are so fucking cool. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to end this. End this discussion. (laughs) I want to circle jerk more, though. But you're going to talk about this forever. So, yep. uh, The Vive, the Valve Index is $500 for just the headset, $300 for the controllers. Yep. And then the trackers are $150 each. Or you can get a full set of everything for a grand. Yep. Full set for $1,000. If you buy them individually, it ends up being a little bit more like eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars. I would, I would still say that if if you're either a more casual uh, PC gamer and like you don't have the specs for real VR, that the PSVR is still the most affordable and best option for VR at at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Quest is getting there. Uh, particularly with all the support that it's getting from third-party developers without being, you know, a bunch of bought-off bullshit. Yes. Um, but if you wanted to go PC and you don't know if you want to throw down all the money uh, for the the index, that you might consider getting an Oculus Rift 
not the not the newest one, but get a get an Oculus Rift with the touch controllers. I still think that that's the best entry point because you can get the whole set for like four hundred bucks. Okay, and uh, we're gonna move on to our next story, which uh, is going to be our first story. Really, is <laughs> not it's something that it's it's everywhere. It was on Twitter and blah blah blah. Uh, so we don't even have a link for it because I I honestly don't care that much. Uh, but we have to talk about it because it is big news. Is that um, popular Fortnite streamer Ninja has come over to to Mixer. And I don't even really care about that. There's been, there's been people throwing around numbers. Like some fake account was like, he he got paid $900 million to go to yes, Mixer. Yes, but that was, like, a, that, was, that was a parody account. Yeah, it, I was like, that is... No, that's that was it was making fun of yeah. sports stars who get nine hundred million dollar contracts for like yeah. ten years and whatever. Yeah, and so uh, that obviously didn't happen. Uh, somebody had speculated like a million dollars a year, which I could see. I I could actually kind of see that because he did get well, paid. He did get paid. He a made five hundred thousand dollars a month. Yeah, on Twitch. Oh, did he? Okay. Yes. So he, he said that himself that that just from Twitch alone he was making $500,000 a month. How why? I don't even I don't get it. I don't get why you, people like because Ninja, but... because he was making he he had I think it was 12 million followers. He, that he mean, had yeah. 12 million followers and well, the closest was 7 million. See, like that's the, the second place person on Twitch. Yeah, and uh so so we have a there's a huge influx of people coming from Twitch to Mixer now. So I understand why Microsoft's doing that. It's a money thing. Um they think that having Ninja on Mixer is going to bring like a large amount of people and they're correct. However, I don't what think I it's gonna about, stop with Ninja either. No, there's gonna be a lot there's a lot more uh popular Twitch streamers who are in talks with other platforms whether it's it's mixer or i don't know the other ones because they're all stupid uh but but yeah there's a lot of people who are in talks with other uh platforms about switching over to like from from twitch to a different platform because twitch has a lot of issues with um just toxicity and then just the type of people who show up there and stream and get popular. And so, point in fact, there was somebody who was talking to to one of my one of my uh, online friends, Cutie, Cutie Patootie, and uh, she's been on. She's a partner on Mixer, and some kid got really upset because he he switched over because of Ninja, and Mixer was like, "You can't use your name." Because your name has a curse, like it has a bad word in it. You have to change your name. And the guy was complaining about that. And he said, oh man, I can't believe Mixer won't let me use my name of Captain Cockpunch. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're 12. That's like, you're not even supposed to be on the platform. That's the problem. And so uh, there's a lot of people like that. And then there's people who are complaining about the terms of service. Uh, because mix, Twitch has a very ambiguous terms of service, which 
they had set up a while back, and I think they changed it since. When I was still streaming on Twitch, they had they were trying to curb the amount of people who had like, you know, ninety percent of the screen was their boobs, and then ten percent of the screen was stream was some like cookie clicker game, right? Like that's what they were trying to curb, and it didn't really do anything. They and so when Mixer came out with their terms of service. They have very clear guidelines like this is what you can wear when you're in a family-friendly stream. This is what you can wear when you're in a teen stream. And this is what you can wear when you're in a 18-plus stream. And people got very, very upset because a lot of it was catered towards like if you're in a family-friendly stream, you have to wear – you can't expose you know, your chest – area basically and if you're in a teen stream there can be a little bit of cleavage if you're in an 18 plus stream you can have quite a bit of cleavage just don't don't show your nipples and people were in an outrage because they couldn't just be topless in a family-friendly stream pretty much (laughs) and it's i i don't know if either of you saw those tweets but it's 100 percent uh just people getting very very upset because they can't look at they can't view or show titties. It, it's, none of it matters, dude. It didn't matter then. It doesn't matter here. Who gives a shit? Well, it it matters to the idiots. The, the, the reason why it matters to the idiots who are twi- switching over from Twitch to Mixer to watch Ninja. Right? Yeah. So that's that's why they were complaining. And that's the toxicity of Twitch of people who are coming over to Mixer may make Mixer a worse place to stream. I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret and just let you know uh, it actually doesn't matter the platform. People are going to be shitty no matter what. Well, that's, yeah, that, that is that's true. That's kind of what I was going to say. It's like all this, all this is is just welcome to being popular. Saying, yeah. <laughs> saying that it's Mixer, saying that it's because of tweens, or saying that it's because of tits. I didn't that's say it's because of tweens. I mean, you kind of did, though. No, I said the guy's name was Captain Cockpunch. And, and he, he called, and that he, particular that person either, was Nathan. probably a tween. Boring podcast. You're boring. Repetitive. But You're repetitive. I, I, I do, like, I do kind of question, I guess, like, how much of a difference it would make either way because if Twitch actually enforced their rules the way that they're supposed to, then people would just it would be just as upset as they, they are about be. Mixer doing yeah. what they've been doing anyway. Yeah, the problem uh, is actually is... It, it's kind of funny if you go on Mixer's community guidelines, it's Steam's community guidelines. They haven't changed those since no. converting over. They're still hosted on Zendesk. Yeah. Um and they have they, they, funnily enough, um, have a much less corporate, uh, pretty much everything, uh, whenever it comes to their, their community guidelines and, and whatnot. Uh, the stuff over on Twitch feels very sterile and very, very lawyer-speak. Yeah. Um, whereas Mixer really outlines everything pretty well and they do. does it in plain language. And they're upfront about how, like, uh, any kind of hate speech is an immediate global ban. Which Uh, I like, yeah. And the thing is, Twitch has the same thing, but we know for a fact that they don't don't actually enforce any of that. And by the same token, 
Twitch Twitch's terms of service actually is a I would I would say is a boilerplate terms of service agreement that is standard in just about every website that you've ever gone to. Like it has a lot of stuff in it that doesn't even apply to the platform, which yeah. makes me think that Twitch cares so little about securing their terms of service and their community guidelines that they just have this trash sitting in there that some lawyer came up with and they're just going to do whatever they do. Well, and that's like, probably led to Twitch being so notorious as a disgusting, toxic platform. Because, well, yeah, people are people are going to be bad and crass and have names like Cockpunch uh, whenever Cap you let them Captain do that Cock on your platform. Punch. Captain Cockpunch. But at the same time, you can have platforms that don't do anything at all and they say that they're proud to host infowars like this one uh like i think they're they're like cryptocurrency based platform it's not d live i was gonna say we like, d live yeah no they're like they're like d live or uh d tube but mm. uh they're they're they have a different name more or less so so let's just go through. We're just gonna go look at the the terms of service mainly because it's upsetting Connor, and uh, we're gonna talk about the eighteen plus stream because it's pretty like, it's it's pretty loose with what like they allow you to wear on stream if you're eighteen plus. Um, chest must be covered from the bust line to the end of the rib cage. No under cleavage. Okay, so no under boob basically. Um, clothing that allows a midriff, uh, such as crop tops, are allowed. Strapless tops only if the top can be seen on camera. So you can wear a strapless top in an 18-plus uh, stream, but you have to show it so that people aren't guessing whether you're wearing a shirt or not. So no, you can't wear those type of shirts when you stream, Connor. Um, and then situationally appropriate clothing is allowed. So swimwear... Is considered acceptable at a family beach. Is acceptable when at a beach pool or is participating in a sporting event. So, if you're streaming like an in like a real life event where you're on the beach, that makes sense. So, nothing crazy. It's not saying like you can't stream at all if you wear these type of clothes. It's just put it on 18 plus if you're going to be be showing that stuff. So, it doesn't make any sense. I did have. Um, uh, somebody come in the other day because I was streaming, as I said, the Democratic National Debate. And I had some – shockingly enough, some people were, were coming in to um, just just troll basically because they were right-wing or, or douchebags. And somebody Wait. was like – somebody was like, I'm You had right-wing trolls on the internet? I know, right? Uh, they were speaking Russian. It was really weird. So anyway, one of the guys was like, I will follow you if you say that the uh, gender pay gap doesn't exist. I'm like, well, looks like you're not getting a follow. <laughs> and then another guy wanted me to – he tried to get me to say a, uh, uh, a derogatory term. And I was just like, oh, look, there's a ban button. Oh, man, that's great. And so, like, I don't know why people come into chats thinking that, like, oh, I'm going to get away with this when you're just going to get banned immediately by what by the moderator or the streamer. So, just, uh, hey, uh, just don't Nathan, be a douchebag. I just want to let you know I, uh, I unsubscribed to the podcast. Why? Why would you do that? 
boring. Connor, uh, I, I, I just want you to know, uh, stop being a fucking asshole. We're going to move <laughs> on, and we're going to talk about the Outer Worlds. Uh, actually, you know what? Connor might want to talk about this. So what we're going to talk about is what are you going to wear next week, Aroa? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds is a game coming out later this year. It's in October, right? I think it's on October. There's a lot of games coming out in October I'm going to have to play. Anyway, um, it's an open-world game, and one of the main problems with a lot of open-world games, uh, such as The Witcher or Skyrim... Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, is that if you happen to possibly kill an NPC that is a part of a storyline quest, then you can't do that storyline anymore. So they either end the quest or they make that particular NPC invincible. So they can't die. Uh, Apparently, the Outer Worlds, Obsidian, has decided to uh, make it so that you can kill everyone but still finish the quests. And I don't know how they're going to allow you to do that. They'll just have it to where whenever you kill someone who had something important to say, they'll have conveniently written it down on their journal that they carry with them everywhere they go. Or they'll turn into a hologram. There's a hologram of everyone. Or, like, their their boss will call them and be like, Hey, hey, where's Tony? And you'll have the option to answer the phone and go, Tony's dead. And they'll be like, oh, you better not go to Tony's secret uh, secret dump site over at these coordinates where he puts all of his important things. It does, and... it does say that. It, it pretty much says that. If you, have an, uh, if you kill an important character, the designers have a backup opportunity for you to get the information they would have given you. You may loot the notebook off their body, access their personal data terminal, or even lockpick a chest in their office, designing quests in a manner that has proven challenging for the team. So it's not just you get their notebook, but there are alternative ways to get that information, like hacking their email and stuff. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I, uh, I'm really looking forward to The Outer Worlds. I think it's going to be a really good game, and it's going to be on Game Pass, right? Day one? I think it's Game Pass Day One. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I remember that. So Oh uh, well but but this guy in the comments says I was slightly interested at first, but the terrible animations alone killed it for me. The character movements and physics alone look like they were pulled out of a game from a decade ago. And then the a reply, like from Fallout New Vegas? And I will admit that the facial animations kind of look like shit, but hey, you know what? People still play fucking Bethesda games. Yeah, I don't. I do not care. I do not care even a little bit. Yeah, like, like as long as it's functional and it doesn't, it doesn't look like a fucking PS One game. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like I mean, there is. If it's a newer here's, game, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, fucking Divinity Original Sin is one of the most fun games I've ever played my entire life. And that thing looks like something that could have come out on the PS2. It's true. 
true. It, it is a little bit prettier like, than like a PS2 game, but it it is it is. But like it overall, it looks it looks like slightly better than like Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Yeah. Now the Xbox, the original Xbox, may, maybe then we're talking about something, but okay, not yeah. PS2. <laughs> like it, so, lo- it looks it looks slightly better than a Bard's Tale. Oh. Uh, you know. Oh man, did you ever play the uh, Xbox Bard's Tale game, the original Xbox Bard's Tale game? That's what I was referring to. Yeah, it's really fucking bad. Oh, um, I liked it. I played I it on my. Uh, I played it on my Nvidia Shield portable. Oh, did you? I ha- I have yep. it. I have the original Xbox uh, version on my shelf. I just haven't played it in a long time because I didn't like it. So, more about the Outer Worlds. And this might this might excite uh, Connor a little bit into actually saying something. Is that it's coming for the it's coming out for the Switch? Hooray! I don't know how. Well, I do know how they're going to be able to do it, but apparently it's yeah, going to run at seven twenty p thirty fps. Yeah, uh, but it's a Switch. That's fine. Even then, yeah. even then, they're probably going to. Like they're they're bringing The Witcher three to the Switch, or they have they've already released it. I don't know which if it's coming or if it's already released. It's coming. It's not out yet. Okay, uh, they pretty much had to use like low graphic settings for for the PC version on the Switch to make it run somewhat acceptable. Probably and so, whatever. And so, but it's on Switch. It, yeah, but it's coming for the Switch. Uh, the twenty fifth. Of October is when it's coming out everywhere else. The Switch will be coming later sometime after the other versions without any sort of timeline given. So it is coming out for the Switch. And I just want to you know. know eventually. Yeah, eventually. I just want to know, Connor, are you willing... Because you, you prefer playing the Switch, I think, right? Cause Honestly, you, it's sort of become my favorite. I like the portability yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll pro- I mean... It's not coming out as an Epic exclusive, so I'd probably get it on PC. Yeah. Especially if Microsoft continues to want to be buddy-buddy with Steam, like they're saying they're going to for uh, Master Chief Collection. Yeah. See, I am... I'm going to play it on PC. That's where I prefer to play games. But the Switch version, for people who like playing games on the go, I think that's going to be pretty pretty great. Honestly, if it's a good enough game, I'll just fucking get it for both. That's true. You would do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. If it's yeah, if if it's like of the quality of like New Vegas, that would be something that I'd be willing to own uh on multiple platforms and like play simultaneously. Yeah. I'm really hoping that it is it is as good as New Vegas. I don't think it will be, but I do like I have the high idea. Hopes. Yeah, I do like the idea of being able to kill everyone even though I never do. I'm always. The That's person. how you can tell Nathan's an American. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, except for in Fallout Two, when you can kill the children. Now, moving on. Yeah, buddy. You can, and then they. The shitty thing is the the first thing that always happened to me when I was a kid was I would steal from something, and then the kid would see me, and then just start throwing rocks at me, and I would die. Yeah, that's why I killed him, and I went, "Oh my god, I can actually kill him!" Yeah, yeah, yep. It was uh, it's a good time for video games when Fallout Two came out. So I bet that they'll uh, they'll get around that in in this game by just not having any children. Yeah, probably. 
I really hope there are children. I really do. That would be that'd be great. Just have like a like a nursery that you can go into. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh banned in Germany for some reason. So, No Man's Sky Beyond. It, there's going to be a, a No Man's Sky which has VR, which I I am actually kind of shocked that they didn't already have that. But I'm yes. kind of shocked that they've managed to figure out a way to make me consider buying No Man's Sky. Yeah. So Sean Murray uh, said earlier this year that an update won't turn the game into an MMO. There won't be a subscription element and there won't be any microtransactions. Uh, he also said that the next big update is going to be in August, August 14th, so 10 days from now. Hello Games revealed its Beyond update back in March and a week or so later announced that virtual reality support would be included as part of the free bundle. It's free! Beyond will also deliver a revamped multiplayer experience so that VR and non-VR game- gamers can play together. And a third it's major... Real estate. Yes. Uh, and a third major arm, uh, although the developer hasn't revealed what it is yet. Unfortunately... Battle Royale mode. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Uh, the release... The release date announcement trailer hasn't provided any hints. It's unclear if the developer will reveal the third arm before launch or wait and let you figure it out come August 14th. What was that? Well, it's it's back on my wish list. It's back on your wish list. How much is it right now? 50? 100? 60. 150? Oh, it's only $60. Okay. So I've owned it since. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. What? What? It's a funny meme. I don't. I don't understand what he's saying. Nobody watched Tim and Eric, and yet they they made a meme out of that scene for some reason. Oh, okay. So, I, it doesn't say which VR headsets it's going to be compatible with. It'll be That's... on PC, so it'll be all of them. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna get also, no man's gun. Also, do you really? You really think that like they could get away with with only putting it on PSVR or like only on Oculus at this point? Right. right. I, I mean, just... look at a, look at Tetris Effect. That's only coming to uh, fucking Epic supported VR systems. That at... that's all of them. Is that all of them? I don't know. Yeah, what, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I know Oculus had its own specific market. I wasn't sure if they were doing the same. No, thing uh, no. It just you you have to start Steam VR before you start the game, and then it'll it'll load it. Which I think I, is I did hilarious. the same thing with uh, what is it the oh what's a fucking underwater Minecraft thing ah uh, fuck Subnautica Subnautica yeah that one I've got that on the Epic Store for free and I was like does the VR work and yes yeah it does, it does. yeah it, I've read about it it's funny because you have to have Steam installed so I'm just yep. like that's 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 good that's good so delightfully ironic now. We are, I, I've had No Man's Sky since it launched, and I believe Connor has it too, right? Goodness, no. I'm not a sucker. Okay. Uh, I have it, and I thought it was okay, like a, a five out of ten, a solid five out of ten, 
uh, when it released, and it did get better with the release. Was it last year? I think there was a release last year that made it quite a bit better, where they added in multiplayer and a bunch of stuff that they were they should have had at launch. Uh, but I I don't know if I'm going to be playing it in VR. However, it is neat that they are bringing it to VR and allowing both VR and non-VR players to play together. So, uh, pretty exciting. Maybe Aro and I can play play a game together every once in a while. But what we've got to talk I'm, about... Hmm? I'm going to try to cut down on my WoW playtime so that I can play games that don't uh, suck. suck. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a good call. I tried watching you... Uh, I think it was last night, but you. Oh, were stopped... you? You were one of them. You stopped streaming by the time I had I had come in, mainly because I played Prey for six hours. Mm. So I would I would have. So you watched weren't you. one of the ones that came in, just as I was saying that we should round up all of the uh, Ebola infected people and put them in camps. So we've got Android on the Nintendo Switch. Somebody hacked Android onto the Nintendo Switch, which makes a lot of sense because it's just a, uh, it's just an Nvidia Shield, right? Yeah, I can't believe it took this long, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of things work on it, uh, but there are a few things that don't work. However, it does uh, support a lot of games and looks pretty good. Now, you were talking to me, Aroa, about it, and you said you may hack your Switch. Yeah, if if I get uh, if I get a switch light or whatever the hell it's gonna be called, um, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll totally hack my original switch because like I have no real reason to ever put my switch on a TV, and I would prefer to have one that's dedicated portable. Yeah. So you know it's only two hundred bucks, and then all the one all the switch games that like I don't want to pay money for or whatever. I could just pirate onto the hacks. I mean, I can put a lot of emulators for all the games that I own legally on my Switch. So one thing that doesn't work is that the Joy-Cons do work within Android itself, but when you go to play games, it doesn't recognize the Joy-Cons as controllers a lot of the time. So you have to take a, a secondary Bluetooth controller and hook it up to your Switch to play games on Android on the Switch. Which is uh it's pretty good. Pretty good. There were there are a couple of emulators that do work with the Joy-Cons, but the majority of the emulators do not. Uh Retro Arch does work on the Switch with Android installed, and you have one of the earlier models just like I do, which yeah, means you I can have hack the them. original model. <laughs> yeah, me too. Which means you can hack the Switch, which is pretty pretty cool, because you just use, like, what is it, a paperclip to get into the boot mode? Um, you can use a paperclip. You can take a, uh, a Lego brick, I think, is one of the more common ones. Yeah. Um, you, like, put a little pin in the Lego brick and shove it in there. Uh, there, there are a lot of various jigs that you can make or purchase that let you exploit it. It's just uh, you. You just ground uh, pin ten in the oh. right Joy-Con rail, and then yeah. hold volume plus on boot. Cool. So uh, there are some things that don't work 
on that they, they've tested. And I'm reading a story from xdadevelopers.com. It says, uh, there are a number of drawbacks to using the Nintendo Switch as an Android tablet. The Switch doesn't support GPS, of course. So it, uh, it also doesn't have a microphone or a camera. That means that no Pokemon Go, no voice or video calls with Google Duo, and no apps like Snapchat. So you can use Bluetooth headset for audio. Um, there is no LDAC or any uh, other advanced Bluetooth codecs. The Joy-Cons are also not compatible with every application, as we said, and it appears to be wildly inconsistent as to what they will and won't work on. I uh, would re- like to point out, though, hmm. that if, if the Bluetooth stack has support for A2DP... Why the fuck can't you use Bluetooth headphones with the Switch? I don't know. What What I is Nintendo's know. fucking problem? Uh, I'm not sure. So, it's probably they just wanted to limit it to what they thought they would use on the... What people would use on the Switch. And well, yeah, they can make their own headphones. So fucking stupid shit. Um, so apparently the XDA developer's Twitter account asked readers what, uh, would work on the Switch while in Android mode, and Spotify works, so that's cool, but Fortnite does not work, which is cool. Uh, Flappy Bird works, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch also work. Uh, Mixer doesn't work, but that's because Mixer's, uh app for android just sucks it doesn't work ever so you should do this you should do this aroa and do a uh, a video on it eight months down the line after everyone's already made a video on it you can make your own <laughs> video but you yeah, I, I hear right. i hear that you're going to be getting eight hundred dollars soon <laughs> um yeah i will be getting that back Yes. I mean, I am. I, I will say I'm reading about how uh, switch hacking works, and it doesn't sound like it's actually even all that dangerous as far as the risk of ban. Uh, oh. As long as as long as you don't do anything illegal on it. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, like pirating. Um, but I still don't really feel like risking it. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like I. I like modding consoles when they're well past their like their their exp- expiration date, right? So uh, yeah, I have I have four original I have four modded original Xboxes. I have well, other than like with the Wii, like I didn't give a shit because there were no, no online games yeah. for the Wii that I cared about anyway. Yeah, nobody cared about that. But um, I I actually just modded my uh, PlayStation a few weeks ago. My PlayStation Three. Oh so yeah, I got the, yeah I got that mod. It was actually fairly easy to mod. That was so, that. You have a Super Slim or or what? No, I have um, I have the Slim model that is the one I modded. Uh, I also have a Fat model as well that I need to mod at some point too. So, Are you gonna be able to? Yeah, why wouldn't I be able to? Because if they're above a certain firm rate or a uh, firm rate, what the firmware fuck? up firmware, um, you, the only way to hack them is with hardware. Like you have to flash the NAND. 
so uh, I did that. I think, on the yeah part part on the so, fat one? Uh, no no on the slim one. Um, what I what I well I followed a tutorial and I don't think I had to flash the NAND. Basically, uh, I haven't turned it on in like two years, so I I didn't have it above that firmware. But there is a way to downgrade your PlayStation. Yeah, but I think you have to have a firm like you have to have a NAND copy uh, of of the old firmware to flash it back to. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. I don't know. So, but what you're saying I, is, you, you I, have to... I will admit I haven't looked into this in any yeah. time recently. Yeah, I just but I just followed a guide. I just followed a guide, and I think they they don't care anymore, so they haven't really been updating it. Like the the PlayStation Three is pretty much dead, right? So yeah, it is. Um, and then I got you know other bootloaders basically and themes and stuff, and so uh, you can I'm finally to... play the Scott Pilgrim game again. I was able to put. I was able to uh, take my copy of Eight Bit Heroes or what is it called again? That Eight Bit oh. the, the Zelda game. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the name. I can't of it. remember something the bit uh, dot. Three uh, D dot game heroes. Yeah, there you go. Three yeah. uh, D dot game heroes, and I was able to install that onto the hard drive, and then I was also able to get my copy of Dirge of Cerberus, Cerberus to work on it for uh, PS two backwards compatibility. So nice. only about like fifty eight percent of the games actually work for uh, PS two backwards compatibility. So it is well, better to have a PS2 modded, but well, is that is that the case just with the slim one though? Uh, no, that's for for any of them with. Well, I mean, if you have the fat one that has PS2 backwards compatibility, you're obviously yeah. going to be that's going to be better. But I okay. don't have that. I just have the fat version that doesn't have the PS2 backwards compatibility. So I have uh, the original 60 gig with PS2 backwards compatibility. Which means I'm going to steal that next time I visit you. Um, I did want to talk to you about one more thing, because we were talking about this last week. You have an old laptop, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That um, it runs like Windows 98 or something. It runs like XP. XP. So, uh, I, re- I found out there is something called the Retro Tink. Have you looked into getting one? Have you looked into that? I have no idea what you're talking about. So the RetroTink, it allows you... It takes um, three different input methods. It takes composite, takes component, and it takes VGA, and it okay. outputs, outputs them to HDMI. Mmm. So, and it's $100. That's not terrible. Yeah, it's not. it's not terrible. It's a little overpriced, but you could then stream uh what you're playing on the uh the old ass laptop that you have yeah so i've been thinking about getting it for uh older consoles that i have and um it, yeah that, that, that's the real thing it's just having having something that can turn composite into hdmi would be really nice well yeah i mean there are there are a lot of other things um that okay, something that isn't that. like a piece of shit Chinese thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Uh, I think. Oh wait, no. Okay, the Retro Tink X Two Two X is um, component, uh, composite, and S video. That's oh. what that one is. Uh, there is the Retro Tink Ultimate, which has a VGA connection as well. Okay. Um, but it it has so it says out. Put CRT compatible compatible analog video signals from your Raspberry Pi. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's eighty five dollars. So except like that's not really necessary anymore. Not really. That's weird. Compatible with the three and the three B and B plus. So okay. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I lied to you. There's no VGA on this, but I'm sure you can. Getting a composite or component up to HDMI is pretty good, though. I like that. So, anyway, uh, we are going to end this podcast. I want to say thank you, Aroa, for being here. Thank you, Aroa, for being here. Thank you, Connor, for existing. Putting up with it. Well, we ca- we we kind of tolerated you. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it goes. So now you know how and, the viewers feel. And I will be back here next week with uh, one or both of these people, and uh, or neither. What what did? <laughs> Oroa, Oroa, stop it. Tune in next week when Larry Entertainment Podcast has brand new cast. Brand new cast. You know, hold auditions. Goodbye.